Grace and peace to you, Bloom, and welcome to our guided liturgy podcast. My name is Seth Slay, and I'm the music and arts pastor here at Bloom Church in Denver, Colorado. In this week's episode, Taryn, Dulcie, and I will guide you through our liturgy and prayers for this week, as well as have a discussion about what we talked about this past Sunday at Bloom, uh, which was our Vision Sunday. We talked about all things that are coming up for our community, um, what our vision is for where we're going, and ways for our community to get involved. So if that's you, you're welcome to go to our website at bloom.church to find out more, or email us at staff at bloom.church if you'd like to get involved. We're glad you're with us, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bloom, let's join with the church worldwide in praying the prayer of the day. Grant, O merciful God, that your church, being gathered together in unity by your Holy Spirit, may show forth your power among all peoples to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Apostle Paul says, Be imitators of God. Love as Christ loved. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Put away all anger and bitterness, all slander and malice. So let us confess our sin to God, who forgives us in Christ. In a dark and disfigured world, we have not held out the light of life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. In a hungry and despairing world, we have failed to share our bread. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. In a cold and loveless world, we have kept the love of God to ourselves. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May God forgive us by the death of her Son and strengthen us to live in the power of the Spirit all our days. Amen. Turn our eyes to you. 
Praise be to God, Christ Creator Spirit. We see you all around us. Praise be to God, working here within us to awaken and renew. We turn our are heavy, too great to carry. You send your body to lift our burdens. You're right here with us. You are not distant. Our living Savior, we turn our eyes to you. Praise be to God, Christ Creator Spirit, we see you all around us. Praise be to God, working here within us to awaken and renew. We turn our eyes to you. Praise be to God, Christ. Spirit, we see you all around us. Praise be to God, you're working here within us to awaken and renew. We turn our eyes to you, we turn our eyes to you. reading from Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is, how good he is, so merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death, and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hear a reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 8. Jesus and his disciples left Galilee and went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. As they were walking along, he asked them, Who do people say I am? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, Some say Elijah, and others say you are one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah, 
But Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but three days later, he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. So this past Sunday, we had our Fall Vision Sunday, and we basically just talked about what we see the future looking like at Bloom. And we focus on these three areas of kids, of our gatherings, and of hospitality. These are three things that we feel like we just need to be focusing on these next few months together and the next year together as we really just move forward and bloom as a family here. So we put together basically a sentence that says kind of who we are and where we're going We've thought a lot about this statement and came up with it together as a staff, and it says this. We are a community gathered around this table, empowered by the Spirit, formed by a common rhythm, that the love of Christ would be brought to full expression in us. So, you know, I have Taryn and Dulcie here with me. I would love to hear just your reaction to that thought. Like, I know, Taryn, you were there this past weekend, so you got to hear kind of the whole spiel well, we'd let them all know that I wasn't at church this weekend. <laughs> we're also there. I saw you with in my spirit, own eyes. In spirit, in <laughs> spirit. But Taryn, I do wonder how, how that hit you. And then Dulcie, I'd love to hear just kind of your mm-hmm. thoughts now, just kind of as you're hearing it maybe for the first time. So Taryn, what do you think about that statement? I'll read it again. Yeah, read it again. Oh, I was just going to that. <laughs> we are a community gathered around this table, empowered by the spirit, formed by a common rhythm, that the love of Christ would be brought to full expression in us. I think for me, although it's only one sentence, and I'm when I'm thinking about the words that stand out to me, I'm going to be like, every other word. Um, obviously community. But gathered around this table was a phrase that I just love because that is something that we practice every week and has become a very central piece for us. And I was raised at a church that celebrated the Eucharist like once a quarter. And this is a practice that my husband and I have loved just experiencing every week, Mm -hmm. just the power of it. Mm -hmm. It feels like you can't practice it enough. And then talking about being formed by a common rhythm just gave me pause to just be thinking through like, what are those rhythms 
and what does that mean to share in a rhythm? Mm -hmm. And again, we've processed a lot in our home, my home. We've processed loneliness and connectedness and what are those rhythms that allow you to find community and be connected. And so there was something that felt right about that phrase Mm -hmm. to me, but also kind of drew me into like, I want to chew on that more Mm -hmm. with people. And then of course the love of Christ being brought to full expression in us is just hopeful Mm -hmm. to me, like just a, a phrase of hope and beauty. Yeah. I feel like there's just a lot there that I'm proud to be a part of, like I'm thankful to be a part of, that I want to lean into more, and that also feels right and hopeful. So it just feels very intentional and thoughtful, and I thought it was really beautiful. I don't know if I can add anything to that. I totally agree. The gathering around this table, like I could probably have stopped there, though that's definitely my favorite part. Mm -hmm. I think the older I get... And the more I lean into who God is, the less I know (laughs) about who God is. But the thing that has always attracted me to Bloom and the thing that I think is always true about God is that we are welcome at the table of God. Mm -hmm. And so I love that this is like the start of that sentence. It's why I come (laughs) Mm -hmm. because we are are welcome at that, at Christ's table. I love that. Mm -hmm. I think that this sentence really does capture kind of the essence of what Bloom is and what we hope Bloom to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously we had to say that we're gathered around the table, not just because it's what we do every week, but because it's probably the most important value we mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right about the rhythm thing. Like it is an interesting concept that we don't always connect to the church of like, mm-hmm. everybody has rhythms, right? Everybody has certain routines and things that they do every day or every week or every month or whatever. And for people in this community, Bloom is a part of that rhythm. Mm -hmm. And we hope that it continues to be a part of that rhythm because Mm -hmm. we want to see you formed. We want to see the love of Christ be brought to full expression in you, just like it. we want to see that in ourselves. So Mm -hmm. it really captures kind of the essence of what drew me to Bloom in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's a place where people are allowed to explore what it means to find the love of Christ mm-hmm. and what that means to be, you know, brought to full expression in us. And I also think that it, it speaks to another thing that was spoken about at Vision Sunday, which was that Bloom here, we're trying to create a safe place mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. It's something that we've heard over the past several months, maybe the past year or mm-hmm. two, almost mm-hmm. however long this pandemic has been happening. We've, mm-hmm. we've been trying really hard to just make Bloom this safe place for people Once again, because that's what it has been to all of us at some point and probably still is for most of us, including myself. It is a safe place. And so we want to continue to foster that in our community here, that people would be able to come and feel completely safe, completely free to explore, to engage in whatever ways they would like to engage, whether that's sitting in the back and crying or laying down or praying or being mad. That's fine. All of those things happen. (laughs) Or if it's like really wanting to get involved with the community here, we want to, we want that to be, we want people to mm-hmm. feel safe doing those things. Because I know that a lot of churches, you can walk in the door and immediately you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. At least that's my, that's my experience <laughs> walking into other churches. So what has been your experience of Bloom as far as like a safe place? Has it been that for you? 
I mean, that's the, the whole reason I came to Bloom was that I was coming out of a season that I would describe as like drought or fire burned, mm-hmm. which sounds very dramatic, but it's, it's how my soul felt was dried out and even damaged. And my first feeling at Bloom was that it felt like water. Mm. Um, and I even just had the image that water always goes to the lowest place that it can reach. Mm. And it just became that place for me where I knew that I could land, I could set my feet down and be filled back up. And um, because of that experience at Bloom and just really a lot of what I do for my job, which is, you know, stabilizing people who don't have as many privileges as I've had, I've realized like that's one of my biggest personal values is being a safe place to land. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think I could participate in a spiritual community that didn't offer that Mm. because it's so needed. We just, we're all coming in at different frequencies and different levels of burnout or sadness or, you know, the new, the new COVID buzzword with this, with this lethargy and we need safe places to land. And it's not just for questioning. I mean, I see people come in and just feel like they can be worshiping Mm -hmm. for the first time without having any strings attached to that. Or for me, it feels like a really good session of meditation to just be in the presence of God like as soon as that becomes not a value of bloom, I don't think I can land here anymore because mm-hmm. it's just a huge, huge value for me. Yeah, I think part of what contributes to that is it's not a super formal gathering aside from there's obviously structure to it in the liturgy, but there's this informality that combined with the vulnerability that I feel like they've really worked hard to cultivate that is a huge part of what has created it to feel like a safe place mm-hmm. in practicing vulnerability from up front mm-hmm. has really set that tone yeah. and encouraged and invited other people into that same place and just made it, I mean, it's made it a safe place, right? If your leaders are doing that, if you're making time and space for that to be shared from the center it models trusting that space to be a safe one. It does. It feels like it's a huge part of who Bloom is, and and I think that there's been intention behind that. But I also feel like because there was intention from the beginning that it almost now is kind of naturally flows out of us, Mm -hmm. that we've taken it on, and, and now it's a little bit, more natural and just assumed almost. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that. It makes me hopeful that then it's not something that we would lose. No, I don't think we will. Or whatever. Yeah. And I do love that Bloom doesn't take itself very seriously in a lot of ways. <laughs> it does in some ways, in, in the important ways, right, I think. Right. But I I mean, I know that I can speak for myself and probably Dave, even though he's not here, I can probably still speak for him in saying that Bloom has been a safe place for both of us. So we both come to bloom in different parts of our lives mm-hmm. when we really needed some healing or maybe had some church hurt that needed mm-hmm. to be kind of sorted out and bloom stood in the gap for us and helped us. And the people here have been very, you know, very kind and very accepting of whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. And I know this isn't a commercial for Bloom. And I, I'm, I feel like it's going there a little, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like my experience 
for myself while mm-hmm. I've been in this safe space. I was just thinking about this last night that there are some relationships that pull you into depth, into deeper things. And there are some that call you into wider things, like widening your perspective. Mm. And I just realized like some of what I love about this space and this safe space we're given is that you're called into both Mm. of those things Mm. um, because you have the space to do that. Not only can God deepen things in you, but he can widen your tent, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to welcome more people to this table. And Mm -hmm. it just makes it an incredibly safe space because of that. Yeah. It's really easy for us to be like, to talk about bloom, like, you know, an infomercial, like (laughs) here's bloom and here's what you can do. And you know, it's like a genuine, all you have to do is come to three easy services. (laughs) And then you'll be a member. We don't have that. We don't. (laughs) But yeah, it does kind of feel like that. Of course, it's it's Vision Sunday, so it's kind of bloom centric. But that's true. But it's also you know, I our goal is to create a safe place, but Mm -hmm. not not because we want to preserve bloom. Right. It's because we want people Mm -hmm. to experience Christ in the same way that we have. Mm -hmm. Like that's That's all of our goal. That that's what this podcast is. That's why. We hope this podcast is a safe place for people. So at our gatherings this past Sunday, Dave talked about three spaces that we're kind of going to be focusing on in the next year or or past the next year, however long. We need to be thinking about these things. Um, And those things are our gatherings, Bloom Kids, and hospitality at Bloom. And basically, two of the things are pretty self-explanatory. It's our gatherings. So we're just going to be focusing as much as we can on making our gatherings an experience that points people towards Christ. Um, I feel like we're already trying to do that as much as we can right now, but we're just going to put as much focus as we can into that, into the table, bringing people here, because we feel like that's a pretty important thing to do right now, even, I mean, as safely as possible, of course, but just in the time where in the past almost two years now we've been separated. So Mm -hmm. just trying to figure out how to come back together in a safe and beautiful way um, that reflects Christ and helps us to, to be formed by that rhythm. And so our gatherings are one thing, house churches are kind of within that. So we're focusing on kind of a new model with our house churches of doing these kind of geographical hubs throughout the city that we're going to be starting um, very soon. So you'll hear more about that as we kind of roll it out. Um, But that's what's going to be happening soon. Yeah. So we're also rolling out kind of a new way of doing Bloom Kids where we still gather around scripture every week, but each week is a different thing. So there's like, there's exploring, there's creating, there's scripture and prayer. There's all sorts of things that are kind of focused on each week as well as reading scripture together every week um, through the lectionary. So there's that, and you can actually hear a lot more about that on our other podcast. It's called Being Bloom, and it's called Bloom Kids. That's all it is. So it's really easy to find. You search those things, you'll probably find it anywhere you find your podcasts. But Kristen and Claire go into that really deeply, what it looks like. Kristen talks about each week and what, what each week looks like and what your kids will be experiencing when they come. And lastly is, is hospitality. This is the third thing that we focused on this past week. And basically, we're just trying to make it a more hospitable space for people. They come in, feel welcome, feel free, feel 
everything that we want them safe. to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether that's our main space or our house churches or anything that we put on to experience Christ in whatever way they need to experience Christ. Mm -hmm. So hospitality is a big part of that. Yeah. And basically we just want to serve our city better. Mm -hmm. So part of that is serving our own congregation and, and encouraging everyone to go out and become what we receive at the table mm -hmm. as, as um, we say around here quite a bit, that we would be the body of Christ to the world, yeah. to our city, to our communities and our neighborhoods. And so, I mean, what would happen if Bloom like actually lived into these things, that we are creating safe places, that we are committing to rhythms, to each other, to our gatherings, to our table, to um, these practices together? What would our city look like or what could it look like if we lived into those things? I do think it's always kind of an interesting question to pose because <laughs> we don't control the spirit, you mm. know? And so I would say like, what I think it would look like is maybe what it's looking like now in our congregation that, you know, we often think of like movements of the Holy Spirit as like fire or wind. And I think some of the greatest and most beautiful movements of the Spirit are like mist. Mm. It's quiet and it's gentle and it's again creating these safe spaces. And so even as you were painting this picture of the things we're leaning into, like how do we come out of a season of, for me, exhaustion and anxiety and stress? And how do I come out of a season of that into like community and hospitality? I just think like it's, it's happening. There's more. And I think again, of just that image of the tent widening, right? I'm not, I don't even care about numbers, but I care about people having a safe place to land, mm -hmm. to ask questions around yeah. who God is. And I just, I could name people I know, including in this room, obviously, that do that work just by showing up at their job. <laughs> they mm -hmm. create like a living church. And so obviously, like if that starts to spread, um, this makes me a little weepy, mm -hmm. but it just feels like it would bring peace mm -hmm. to a city that feels, to a world that kind of feels like it's on fire right now. Mm -hmm. So that is a quiet hope inside of me that having a safe space to gather around the table and then we take that quiet peace with us. Um, mm -hmm. It's not in big acts, it's in just like actually loving the people around us really well. Mm -hmm. And that it does get me excited for what this city could look like. I'm enough of a Gen X cynic to even question my own words as these come out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. But like, it's really a peaceful feeling when I remember that I am the church and that loving the people that I work with is as much a, an act of extending the tent and welcoming more people to the table of God welcoming them into that peace. Mm -hmm. It's just a beautiful image. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that as a staff, we've talked a lot about this stuff, especially to steal from the evangelical church, the, the changing from the inside out. That can be a really true thing for mm -hmm. a lot of organizations, a lot of people, a lot of congregations that you start to see the work of the people start to influence like the institution of the church. Mm -hmm. And we're instead of instead of that coming and happening by surprise, a, a lot of times, we're like saying, "Please do that." Yeah, yeah. You know, we want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like mm -hmm. we're trying to be intentional about, 
you know, we, we really want our church to change the city. We want the people mm-hmm. in this church to be vessels for changing the city mm-hmm. through Christ, mm-hmm. with Christ. It's going to take all of us mm-hmm. to do that. And so, Bloom, I, I hope that you hear that and are encouraged by it and not overwhelmed by mm-hmm. it. That, we, that you know that you're not alone, that we're doing this together, that we're working together, we're focusing on Christ together, and we're going to see what happens with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's really our vision, yeah. is that Christ would be known. Mm-hmm. And whatever that means, however you get there, we just want you to use us to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How, whatever that looks like for you, we would love to be a part of that journey and hopefully can help lead and guide you along the way as we are led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Vision Sunday. You know, it's not these like hard-hitting, like, you know, alliterative points like you know connect care and you know whatever like <laughs> we're not doing that but but we are saying that we want to follow Christ mm-hmm. and we want to be held accountable for that like mm-hmm. we want our congregation to be a part of that mm-hmm. we're all following Christ together and let's do it together mm-hmm. so if you'd like to go a little deeper into what we talked about on Vision Sunday, you can actually find the talk that Dave gave from Sunday night on our other podcast, which is the Sunday Talks podcast. You can find that podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and I'll also put it in the show notes for you so you can find it there. So yeah, we're excited about our vision here at Bloom, and we hope that you are too. And we hope that you'll join us and be a part of it, and we mm-hmm. can't wait to see what happens with this uh, beautiful little community that we all get to be a part of. Yeah. So grace and peace to you, Bloom. We hope you have a great week. We pray to God, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come, Holy Spirit, creator, and renew the earth. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come, Holy Spirit, counselor, and touch our lips that we may proclaim your word. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come Holy Spirit, power from on high. Make us channels of peace and ministers of healing. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come Holy Spirit, breath of God. Give life to the dry bones around us and make us a living people holy and free. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come, Holy Spirit, wisdom and truth. Strengthen us to be bold in faith. Holy Spirit, come upon us.